Live, statewide, on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Spikerman, fly ball into left, that ball's hit well, back to the warning track, to the wall, and this series starts with a home run! Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Here's the 3-1. Line drive deep into left field, that ball's rocketed out of here! It's a two-run homer for Peyton Graham! And the Sooners are in front in Lubbock! Or sound off at 405-329-9000. Here's the 1-2 to Squires. Fly ball deep left field. If this is fair, it's gone. It is a home run! It's a home run! A two-run shot for Brett Squires, and it's home run derby in Lubbock. Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. A four-run fifth. Are the Sooners done? They're not. Because that ball is so gone. Deepest part of the field. A grand slam from Jocelyn Allo. Makes it 15-0 Sooners. Line shot deep into left field. Langford turned around, looks up. It's gone! It's gone! PG hit a two-run home run, and we are tied! We are tied in Gainesville! Hit pretty deep to right field. Boone's got a beat on it. Makes the catch at the warning track. Win column Sooners. Game over. Oklahoma will play for a national championship. They burst, stomp, pop the Bruin bubble. And run rule the Bruins by a final score of 15 to 0. Here's the 2-2. Got him! Swinging! And you can unhitch the wagon! Put the ponies in the barn! The Sooners are super! Oklahoma beats Florida in the Gainesville Regional. Final score on Monday night after 8 hours and 47 minutes. It's Oklahoma 5 and Florida 4. Uh, Good morning, everybody. It is a new day. And I'm wiped. T-Row in the morning show time one more time from Gainesville. And then we get to get out of this place. What a day. What a day. What a day. It'll be OU Texas. For the Women's College World Series Championship, just let that wash over you. Red River for the title starting tomorrow night in Oklahoma City. And just an epic day for OU baseball in Florida yesterday. Toby Rowland with you. TJ Perry back in studio today. You got me for 90 minutes, and then I'm going to get on a plane and uh, reintroduce myself to my family for about 24 hours. And then we're going to head to Blacksburg, Virginia, TJ. A little super regional with the Hokies coming up this weekend. Good morning, TJ Perry. How are you today? A little flustered. Oh. Tired, but I'm here. 
Let's start with the flustered. What's wrong? Um, got home late last night. Mm-hmm. Baseball. Was not in a good mood. Oh, Watched no. the Oklahoma State-Texas game, which went later than I normally stay up. Went to bed. Woke up this morning and said, huh, I wonder how much longer I have to sleep. And I looked at the clock, and I laid my oh. head back down, and I looked at the clock and said, oh, crud. I forgot to set my alarm last night. Oh, no. And I'm the match. Are you late? I w- am I here? Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, were you later than normal, like when you'd like to get there? Yes. Uh, okay. But I woke up about 20, 25 minutes later than normal, and I got here only 10 minutes later than normal. So I was in the building at 540. Pretty good. You made up some time. I made up some time. But, <clears throat> boy, that's the worst feeling in the world, man. Yeah. And then you realize instantly you forgot to set your alarm because – Kind of your rhythm was off last night and everything. Uh, you know, you're getting in bed later than normal. I mean, you, you yeah. probably do that all the time. Well, um, and then your whole day, like the start of your day is yes. sideways, and it takes you till like 2 o'clock in the afternoon to kind of settle in. And uh, oh, I'm sorry, man. man. I'm here. I'm now, here. I made it. I made it. We're on the air, so we're good. Why were you in a bad mood? Is this Norman Dodgers related? Norman Dodgers, we took a loss Sooners last history. night. I was second-guessing ah. everything. I put my kid in a place to fail. He was upset with himself last night. We had words at one point after the game. Oh, no. Um, I had to have a discussion with the umps after the game, which I was right, come to find out. But nothing I could do about it. And it was a discussion. It was not an argument. We just talked. So, Did you challenge? Did you go to the ear, the headphones and challenge it I all? could tell uh, at that point they were not into any type of challenge or checking mm. with anyone, such mm. as, I don't know, the two scorekeepers that are one for each team, um, they called a kid out on a second strike to the point where I'm, like, turning around in the box, you know, after I've said some words of encouragement, like, hey, you know, it's two strikes. Come on, let's battle. You know, yeah, how you do as a coach in the third base box, right. whatever, you sure. know. Yeah. And all of a sudden they're yelling, ball game, line up. And I'm, like, so confused. And I'm like, that was just the second strike. <laughs> and... um I look at my other two coaches, I go, that was just two strikes, right? And they go, yeah, that was one ball and two strikes. He only saw three pitches. And I go, Eli, how many pitches did you see? He goes, three, that was just a second strike. And so they're all shaking hands, both teams are shaking hands, and I go out to them, I said, hey, guys, that was only two strikes. And they're both like, nah, that was three. No, it was two. Now, three strikes. He swung at the first pitch. I go, he didn't swing at the first pitch. They're like, yes, he did. And I go, no, he never swung at a pitch. He had a strike, then a ball, then another looking strike. Now, that was the third strike. And so I'm standing there. I'm completely confused because I'm like, how did I miss this swing? And I said, Eli, did you swing at a pitch? No, I never swung the bat. And they're like, yeah, he swung the bat. And I'm like, Eli's like the most honest kid in the world. Like, Eli lies about nothing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you tell him that? You tell him Eli's an honest kid? Yes. They did not care. And uh-huh. the one in the field, I knew he didn't know anything because he's clueless at every game he umps. And he's like, nah, that kid swung. I already remember that. And uh, so. Was it a close game? I mean, were we in the. Well, we were down two. Tying run was at the plate. And uh, the eighth run, it was nine to seven. Uh, our eighth run was at third base, so it was a close game. Like yeah, he may have geez. struck out on the next pitch, and the might game have, would have been but he over. Won it. He but he might have put one in the gap. I don't know. Yeah. And tied it. So 
I left at the field and I went to the scorekeeper and I go, hey, what you have on that last at bat? He goes, he only he had a ball and two strikes. And the guy uh, yelled, ball game, strike three. And I go, all right, done. that's what I thought. So he decided he was done. That was he just baseball. We just left. We just left. Bronx and me uh, passed him in the parking lot. Yeah. I did not say anything to him, but Bronx wanted me to go and fist fight the guy in the parking lot. I said, I'm not right. fighting the umpire. It's over. It's done. But, but, but you didn't fist fight the umpire. No, we didn't. We okay. Didn't. And that was the discussion we had. There was no yelling. There was no, I was like, I'm pretty sure it was just three balls he saw. A, a yeah, strike, a ball, and a strike. Tell me about the father-son situation here. He was really hard on himself last night. He knows we've put him in a tough situation this year. Because we have no one on the team with the ability to catch but him. Yeah. But it's not his natural position. It's not what he wants to play. He wants to pitch and play shortstop. And he wanted to pitch last night. And we said, all right, we're going to let you pitch. And we tried a new kid at catcher. And things were not going well. And when he knows that the catcher's struggling, he struggled. He cannot throw yep. strikes. He, yep. he changes his pitch because he's trying to throw it in a way that the catcher will maybe catch it, if that makes sense. Yeah, sure. And after one inning, I knew I should have taken him out, and the other coach didn't want to take him out and wanted to stick with some things that we had planned. And mm-hmm. I was like, eh. and I just I set him up to fail. I know I should have saw it early, and then he was down on himself talking about how bad he sucks at baseball and he lost oh, it for boy. his team and oh boy, this and that. And then that was spun off from a discussion and a pep talk into uh, both of us being angry, and so it just wasn't a good evening at all. And all this is going on, and I'm so irritated already. Why? Because of the rain delay and the fact that I sat there forever for the end of this game, and you started at the exact same time our game started. (sighs) Yeah, that's right. And I was like, oh. The game restarted right when your Little League game started. (laughs) Yes, so – Drake was great. Drake was, was my keeping you up to date. Drake was, was great, man. He was keeping me up to date to the point that uh, he was just about pitch by pitch. So he did a great job texting, texting. But I'm trying to coach, and then he's texting me updates, and I want to see the updates. It helped. Peyton Graham two run homer had to lift the spirit. Yeah, I'm like bit. yelling at our dugout to the other coaches. They just tied it, you know. And they're like, hey, two run homer, yeah, you know, whatever it was, you know, Peyton Graham's homer, whatever it was, and. Uh, took the lead they're like no way so everybody's all excited so uh but yeah i wish that wouldn't have been that long of a rain delay not only for you and the team but it worked out so can't second guess it now well that's a frustrating night for you and the norman dodgers that's all right night. that's all right it is, what it, it it is. well it's okay no, no, it's just still a frustrating night we suffered an l we had a father-son moment there we got to work through some things well can i make a suggestion Sure. Oh, I would uh, love to make an inspiring video for the young man <laughs> to try to lift his spirits. If you go to Cameo, TJ, for the low, low price of $34.99, <laughs> I would be happy to make a, a video to try to lift young, uh, young Bronx's spirits. Yeah, young Bronx uh, called you out on the radio yesterday. Uh-oh. Um uh, what kind of cloud is it you described? Um, Cumulonimbus. Cumul- yeah, and you, you said that yesterday. <laughs> you were in the car, and Bronx looked at me, and he goes, Nerd! <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. 
said he's giving the weather description. He goes, yeah, in a nerdy way. What a nerd. That's true. He's uh. on to me. He's <laughs> on to me. He's on to me. Uh, I am, uh, unfortunately, uh, I know my cirrus and cumulonimbus clouds. <laughs> hey, you paint a picture. That's what I told him. Uh, Toby paints a picture. Paint a picture. Paint a picture. An eight and a half hour picture yesterday. Oh my goodness! Ugh. It came out what? on the good side, man. I mean, it'll be a rain delay that goes down in uh, oh sure Sooner baseball legend. You had time, plenty of time to spread your legs yesterday. Mother Nature did us a solid <laughs> yesterday. I did get a text uh, from I think it was Baseball Ross when we went to a rain delay. He said, uh, "I'm kind of glad you went to a rain delay. I needed to spread my legs for a while." <laughs> For those of you who are new to the show and don't know, that probably sounds very terrible, but it's an j- inside joke. So I don't have time to explain it right now, okay? Oh, boy. Well, uh, I'm sorry to hear that for the Norman Dodgers. I'm sorry hey. to hear that for young Bronx Perry. You made up for it, though. You then totally redeemed to, yourself. Sorry to hear that your day is off to a crooked start. <laughs> it is. And uh, have you got any coffee this morning? Yes, but I've not taken a drink yet, but I've got it here. Okay, maybe maybe a little coffee during this commercial break and everything will start to settle into a groove here. We can uh we can get your day squared away and uh, get everything back on the right track here. How's that sound? Did that you bring lovely. a breakfast? That's lovely. Uh yes, but not my normal breakfast. We'll see how this goes. I've got just a full uh fruit array here in front of me. I like a fruit buffet, some strawberries, some uh, white grapes, some red grapes, and some apples. It's as if you were at Poncho's Mexican <laughs> Buffet, and, but all the food was fruit. Yes. yes. Okay. Well, hey, that sounds delicious. I'm not going to lie. That sounds fresh, healthy, and delicious. We'll see. So, we'll see. Let's take a break. Why don't you have some coffee, maybe a piece of fruit, and uh, we'll come back and we'll talk a little OU baseball. That sounds softball. good. That sounds that good. sound good? All right. We're in Gainesville, Florida. Back after this. The T-Row in the Morning Show is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle exit 108. Toby and TJ back with you, T-Row in the Morning Show. This hour brought to you by Norman Regional Health System. Helping you in uh, the Norman Moore area with specialized professionals all across the area. South Central Oklahoma's health care provider. Air Comfort Solutions text line. Great job in Gainesville, Toby. Keep up Thank the you. great work and the great call in Blacksburg. We'll try. That's the goal, man. That's the goal. Um... Yeah, I mean, I, I, I want to talk all about it. Uh, what else you got there on the text line? Is there a hotter player in the NCAA right now than PG? Dude is making himself some money. Yeah, I don't know. He uh, he had um, he had a great week. He's just got a flair for the dramatic. You know, I mean, he's just got like Kendall Pettis was the most outstanding player of the regional. Yeah. And uh, I'm sure the voting took place before the eighth inning of uh, of that game yesterday. <laughs> but I can't really argue with it. KP hit two home runs. He scored like eight runs. He had a great weekend. Tanner Treadaway 
had another, I don't know, seven, eight, nine hits. Just keeps raking. Jimmy Crooks hit two balls to the moon against uh, Florida on Saturday night. John Spikerman made, I don't know how many great defensive plays. I mean, you could just keep going. But when it is that moment, you want 20 at the plate. And he just keeps delivering, man. He just keeps delivering. Um, I had a uh, got him on the field last night after the game. Let's play it right here since we're talking about him. Okay. Uh, Sooners down on the field in the middle of post-game celebration last night. Uh, PG, come here. Congratulations on the win. Take me through the at bat. Um, yeah, it was pretty surreal to get to be in this moment. Anyways, uh, every every kid dreams this. Uh, down by one or down by two, whatever it is, going into the late innings, and you know, I just told myself to make a good swing and. I uh, got down on the count, fought back, and got a got a good pitch to hit, and I hit it pretty well. Did you know it was gone? No, not at all. I was I was just glad I hit it. What was the feeling when it disappeared? Oh, it was awesome. I was just super excited that I uh, got us back in this game, and I couldn't do it without Spike getting on in front of me. You got another weekend before you can get to Omaha, but to get over this hurdle on the road, what does it mean to you guys? Oh, it's it's unbelievable. It's a big uh, it's big for the guys, especially the young guys. I mean, Jack. I mean, he, he fought through hell this week with all the fans booing him all, all week long, and uh, it's going to be a big momentum change for us. Way to go, PG. I appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, he's, uh, you want him on your team. I mean, that's, he's a superstar. He, he'll uh, he, have he, his He's what we thought he was supposed to be when he came yeah. in here, yeah. That uh, concourse at Eldale Mitchell Park with all the uh, banners of the greats, there's going to be one of Peyton Graham someday. It was uh, it was good to hear the crowd or uh, the uh, player noise too behind him in that that interview. Yeah. Um, I got an. Are you ready for my evaluation of Florida? I'm ready Florida anytime. You don't fans. have long today, so uh, you have you checked your flight? By the way, not postponed, is it? I don't know. Oh, man, we've got a lightning show like crazy going on yeah, out here. Yeah, it's foggy here, so I don't like my chances. <laughs> uh, it's <laughs> a charter, stuck there so forever. We might, it, we might just go to Blacksburg. Um, so, Florida baseball fans, okay? Um, yeah, Great stadium. Great stadium. Beautiful stadium. Best crowd that we had was Saturday night, like 5,000 here. It got... A little smaller. Sunday night, like 3,500. Yesterday was the smallest crowd, but it was a Monday afternoon, so not necessarily surprising. Um, not, not, I would not classify them as super smart baseball fans. I'm not trying to be mean here, but like, uh, we joke a lot about the St. Louis Cardinals, Teej. Uh, you know, Knowing the value of a hit and run or a moving a runner over or hitting the cutoff man, you know, appreciating the small things in baseball. Uh, Arkansas would definitely fall into that category. Uh, some other places we've been definitely gets it, like uh, LSU, for example. Um, I would not call, I would not say Florida would fall into that category. I don't think they are, I don't think they're great baseball fans. And uh, I think, they just 
you know, they were there. The team's good. That was the thing to do. Oh, well, we'll go on and have football season. Not ripping them. Our, our, our crowd might fall into the same category uh, in a mass, but that was my impression. And right. the, the, the thing at the top of the list is the way they decided Jackson Nicholas was the enemy of all weekend. <laughs> Which continued yesterday. Right. Jackson Nicholas, until that hit in the eighth inning last night, had one hit. One. It was a single. And they had decided he was enemy number one because of a silly play back on Saturday night when the catcher was trying to get to a ball that ended up being inconsequential. OU won the game by five. I I mean, like I said, Jimmy Crooks is absolutely blistering their tails, right? Peyton Graham is absolutely crushing them. They can't get Tanner Treadaway out. They can't get Kendall Pettis out. Uh, Trevin Michael is staring into the dugout after he, you know, gets strikeouts and stuff like that. No, none of those guys, Teej. None of those guys do they care about. They've decided Jackson Nicholas is going to be the guy that they're going to wear out all weekend. I'm like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. So just some some things like that, that going to uh, a lot of places in the SEC is going to be very difficult. And going to Florida is going to be difficult because they uh, they get they have great teams and they have great athletes, but the crowd's not imposing. It's not Texas Tech. Right. It's not TCU. It's not Oklahoma State. It's not Texas. It's big, but it is not intimidating uh, necessarily at all. So that's my impression of Florida baseball after the weekend. I don't. It doesn't seem to me. The way you've talked the last few days, you're too excited to ever return to Gainesville. Well, <laughs> I've been here forever. I know you've been there for a long time, man. And that's why I hated that yesterday for you as much as anyone because um, I knew it was going to mess with your flight and everything was going to get pushed back a day by that time that thing started dragging on and on and on. And I'm like, oh, man, he's going to be stuck there another night. <laughs> it's just uh, – it's so – it's messing with my allergies. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just the talking and the humidity. Something is kind of in my chest. And uh, it's I feel like the humidity got in my chest this weekend at some point. Like I swallowed it. I would say and, I gave uh, it to you, but you and I avoided each other the one day you were in here. So I yeah, don't no, think that could have been the case. It didn't happen till like day two or three down here. I was right. just like, I could, I could. It's allergies. I'm allergic to something down here. I don't know what it is. It's the swamp or something like that. So the place is oppressive. I mean, you just walk outside and sweat starts pouring off of you. <laughs> and um, and we've been here forever. Uh, other than that, it's great. Like, the hotel's fine. The people treated us perfectly fine. Um, I have no complaints. The ballpark was beautiful. The booth was, was fantastic. We won. So, uh, yeah, I'm just ready to go home. We've been here forever. I, I will be very excited to get to Blacksburg and hopefully Omaha after that. But this is enough of Gainesville. I'm ready to move on. I would I say, too, uh, the two places we've been since the announcement of uh, OU going to the SEC, I went to Auburn with basketball and now Florida here with baseball. And this is a small sample size, so I'm willing to say that. But the – Feeling has not been the general feeling among like fans and other people that work at these universities and stuff. 
It has certainly not been. Oh, man, we are excited you guys are joining our conference. This is going to be fantastic. That's not the feeling I get at all. There's just kind of a general, you guys don't know what you're in for. That's kind of the feeling that everybody kind of looks down their nose at, you know. like <laughs> You guys have been in the wait. minor leagues trying to make the jump. Just wait till you get to the SEC. Yeah. I would rank um, the love of, uh, of fans in this part of the country, I would say. Uh, conference one, their own team two, country three, and family four. That would be the rankings of uh, everybody loves their conference and their, and their red, white, and blue down here. <laughs> they wave their SEC flags and their American flags. <laughs> that, that would be – and if they got time for the family, they'll get to them, but – uh, go SEC. You know, it's going to be interesting. All right, it's time for a break. It's time for a break. Okay. Um, I got re- I got super regional pairings. We need to look at the uh, what the Sweet Sixteen looks like. I got post game for Patty Gasso and Skip Johnson. We can play from last night. What a day for Patty's team yesterday. It looked dark for a second, and then the sun shone brightly again. Jocelyn Allo said, "Never fear." We'll be back. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. Coach, wow, what a comeback. What a yeah, win. That was great. I mean, I'm really proud of what Trevin did early. Really proud of the bullpen. Really proud of the big hits that we got. Got it going a little bit. And uh, uh, Peyton came in and tied the game, which was huge. But during the rain delay, we get a text from Reggie's dad talking about David and Goliath. And, and Jesus Christ, it was beautiful. I mean, it was uh, – uh, we shared it with the team on Teamworks. It was incredible. You fall down 3-1 to one going to the eighth inning. Talk about that eighth inning. Yeah, I mean, Chaz was making quality pitches, we thought. And, uh, and it just ended up happening. He pitches out of the jam, which was even better. Uh, him pitching out of the jam, which was really huge, and you know we had a plan to throw JB because it's like a if he if he had a short day, it was going to be his bullpen day today anyway. So uh, uh, you know we just went, you know I said when we, if we get the lead, we're going JB, and he was uh, as advertised. And I wasn't more more comfortable when he gave up the home run. I wasn't. I was, yeah. I was really comfortable. After that. How special is this for this baseball team? Oh, it's really big for these kids because that's what they they put they work every day to do it. I mean, that's what's pretty awesome. Coach, congratulations. Thank you. Skip Johnson last night after a 5-4 to four win over Florida here in Gainesville. And the Sooners are headed to the Super Regional. They score four runs in the eighth inning to take the lead. I, I don't know um, how much you have been able to – you weren't listening or watching. Right. So – Need to kind of recreate for you what happened after the rain delay a little bit. Yes, please. Um, I mean, I've so seen the highlights one. that they've posted and things, but yeah, please recreate it. It's two to one. Uh, there were cumulonimbus clouds overhead. <laughs> Nerd. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I think we had moved on to a different kind of cloud at that point. But and uh, Kendall Pettis, I think, struck out. Uh, there, you know, there were two outs, so we go to the bottom of the seventh, and. Um, Really key, they, uh, Chaz Martinez is who they went to out of the rain delay. And he walked a couple of guys, gave up a hit. I think there was bases loaded, one out. And it would it looked like, you know, this is the game. 
You know, they got a chance here for a crooked number, and it's going to be four, five to one, and that's it. Uh, their closer is who they're going to now. Out, out of the rain delay, they went to their closer, Ryan Slater, and Chaz got a ground out. Uh, no, no, no. He got a he got a fly ball that Spikerman caught in right, and a, a run scored. So a sack fly made it three to one, and then he got a ground ball, and. They stuck with Chaz. I really thought he was going to go get him after the bases got loaded on him and everything. And he left him in, and he got the fly ball on the ground out, and only one run scored. And you're like, all right, I mean, that's not ideal. It's 3-1 to now. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it could have been worse. And uh, that was huge. That was really, really big. Um, Eighth inning. Top of the eighth, Spikerman laces one into left center, leading off, and hustles into a double. It, it wasn't up the alley. Uh, it was toward left center. So the center fielder had to run over a little bit, but uh, it was a close play at second. He got a double. And then PG uh, hit a line drive over the left field wall. Uh, not a not a no-doubter at all. Uh, one of the, In fact, I thought it was going to hit the wall. I thought it had a chance when it went off his bat. I said, that's got a chance to get over. Langford out there and when it disappeared it was one of those kind of shocking moments you know and it went into the bullpen so the asylum out there just starts going bananas they're all throwing each other around and uh celebrate you know water bottles flying and it was <laughs> hilarious so it's 3-3 OU's going crazy Florida's in shock and Blake Robertson guess what he does draws a walk in the middle of all this. Shocking. Still nobody out. Uh, nobody out. They got their closer out there. Nobody else in the bullpen warming up. Now they got him on their heels. Tanner Treadaway does what he does and lines a single into center field. So there's uh, first and second nobody out. They bunt Jimmy. That was, uh, uh, you know, I didn't know if they would do that or not, as hot as he's been. But he gets a perfect sacrifice bunt down. Moves him to second and third. And then Wallace Clark had a fantastic at-bat. He fell down 0-2, uh, go-ahead run at third base with one out, and ended up working the count and got a uh, squibber off the end of the bat that he just kind of hit a slow roller towards shortstop. And um, they threw him out, but there was no chance to make a play at the plate. So lead, 4-3 to three now. Run came home. Treadaway moves on to third. Two outs now. Jackson Nicholas, here come the booze. All weekend long, he's enemy number one. <laughs> it's absolutely absurd. And he rips a single through the right side of the infield. And it ends up being the margin because uh, that made it 5-3. to three. They got a solo shot in the ninth from Wyatt Langford to make it 5-4. to four. So Jackson mm-hmm. Nicholas's RBI ends up being the difference in the game, which is just poetic, you know. And uh, – Oh, well, Jake Bennett, they go to Jake after they get the lead. He comes on, pitches the eighth, one, two, three, eighth, uh, gets the first out of the ninth, then Langford hit the homer off of him, and then he got the next two guys and struck out uh, uh, Ryapel to end it. So, wow. And then uh, chaos ensued at that point. It's pretty cool. Um, really pretty cool. Holy cow. I don't know if you can hear that outside right now. Is it raining hard there? Uh, I think we're about Storming? to get hit. Yeah. 
maybe uh, this break, maybe pulling my truck up under the tree. <laughs> uh, no, that's awesome. I I didn't know how the rain delay would affect either side, and when it kept getting longer and longer, and longer was there ever any discussion in pushing that game into today and finishing yeah. it this afternoon? Yeah, if it had gone to a certain point, they would have done that. But we didn't get close to that point. Right. You know, they uh, they restarted the game at 8.45 Eastern time. If it had gotten to 10 or 11 o'clock, then they would have come back today. They, they were going to finish the game. There's no – this is the NCAA tournament. This is not uh, – you don't just say, well, Florida's ahead, they win. So, uh, yeah, there was discussion that if it got late enough that uh, – and it looked like they weren't going to be able to play baseball – that uh, they would come back today. But there was always this feeling like so at some point this is going to end. It's just, it just keeps bubbling up here. So, um, yeah, I had a really good feeling about it, and that's easy to say in hindsight, I know. But it's 2-1, to one and they're cooking along, and maybe OU would have won the game anyway. Um, but when they went to that break, I don't know, there was something about it you're like, this is – this is uh, this is going to be good for us. This is going to be somehow OU is going to. There was a lot of talk about it during the break, just yeah. among the team and about the and the fans about we're going to remember this rain delay. Well, I felt it was good at the time. I, I'm I'm with you because that game was a quick game. It was clipping right along. Uh, you got to the seventh inning in no time at all, and it looked like it was going to be one of those days that OU may not be able to get their uh, feet under them offensively and get going, but they're kind of a team that heats up late in game. So I, the longer the rain delay went, that kind of started to uh, play with me a little bit as far as the, the my mind and what I was thinking because I was like, man, now they're just going to come out of here, you know, it's three, four, it's five hours later. Is this going to be like restarting a game and you're kind of restarting things and they're not going to have the time they need to, to, uh, yeah. to rally and make the Eat impact. Up. But it, it's... Boy, it was like it was the opposite. I mean, their mindset still was, it's the seventh inning. It's time to go. Let's go. And um, they finished it off great. They're so, so explosive. Man. They are. And they're, they're they uh, do it quickly. They scored th- three runs. You know, the, the lefty shut them down on Sunday night. And then, so the, the nine innings on Sunday and the first seven innings on Monday, they scored three runs in 16 innings of baseball. And then, bam, four in the eighth. Mm-hmm. And it was fast, too. It's like the first four guys up. And, uh, you know, you think of those eight-run innings against Texas and against Liberty. And, um, I mean, it does not take much. And it seems like Spikerman is always involved, you know. And he laces that double into the gap. And you thought, all right, here they go. But just great. Just a, and, and Florida was shocked. They were stunned. The fans were stunned. The team right. was stunned. and It was fantastic. All right, we got to talk some softball coming up, too. An amazing day for them yesterday. I want to hear from you guys out there. Text line, Air Comfort Solutions, text line 405-651-3439. I'm in Gainesville for just a little bit longer. Back after this. Hey, now, get on my lawn. This is Old Man Radio. We're back. Toby and TJ with you on The Ref. This hour brought to you by Norman Regional Health System. Be careful out there, people. Holy cow. Uh, Serious? Man, it is. Uh, you would think it's 3 in the morning here right now, as dark as it just got. And it is mm. pouring rain. And I turned on the uh, news just to make sure. And 
I guess there's a Picasset and Amber and some areas like that that are have taken on like four, five, six inches of rain in the last six hours. It's just pouring, coming down. So this weather, uh, man, over the last couple of weeks with the amount of rain. The farmers are loving it, but. Did you see my goodness. exchange with the guy in Florida yesterday during the rain delay? Um, I was I was following some of your stuff, but I, I remember something you said something much. about the weather with uh, with yeah. uh, the fans or something that they were letting you know that it rains there, but it goes quickly or something. But <coughs> not in great Excuse detail. Me. No, I got too much. Hopefully, a lot of you muted me yesterday because I got a little uh, I got a little busy during the rain delay. Uh, probably annoyed a bunch of people. <laughs> But I went. On, I had an OU shirt on. I went onto the concourse. It's raining, you know. Rain, we're in a rain delay. It's it's pouring buckets. And um, I got an OU shirt on. I go onto the concourse. All the fans are up under the concourse. And this guy, a Florida fan, says, uh, "You from OU? You are you from Oklahoma?" And I said, "I am." And he goes, "Bet you haven't seen weather like this around there, have you?" <laughs> rain it's raining yeah this is a first so never anyway. never seen any rain around our parts welcome to gainesville that's it right rains all that's the time right here. uh air comfort solutions text line 918 chris would like to know what was for dinner last night for you um chick-fil-a they brought um interesting they brought Chick-fil-A sandwiches to the press box about uh, a little before the game restarted. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what you got to do uh, in Blacksburg the whole time you're there? Chick-fil-A? Chick-fil-A. That was the key. They didn't have spicy. I was upset about it. They only had the regular sandwich. I like the spicy one. But uh, that's what I had. Uh, this texter says, T-Row, where does this team rank as the funnest baseball team that you've been able to be a voice of for the Sooners? Uh, don't make me do that. Come on now. <laughs> uh, they're like all his children. He loves them all. They're all my children. Yeah, no, I mean, you know, uh, this is the third one that has gone to a super regional in my time. So how about one of the top three? Can I say that? I mean, that those teams with Gray and Overton were awesome. Uh, me- remember how much fun Matt Oberstee was? Just a mass. He was like the Griffin Dorshing before Griffin Dorshing back then. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I know it's great. It's a lot. They're a lot of fun. I think they got a shot next weekend. And uh, I've been looking at Virginia Tech stats a little bit this morning. Man, it, they are impressive. Uh, pretty much everybody on the team hits over three hundred, and they got over a hundred homers. So, this is going to be a challenge. But, uh, I, I mean, I'm not counting out OU. They are red hot right now, so we'll see. Wayne says, uh, we've now experienced Sooner Magic in a new way, rain. The OU bats have been silenced when the clouds open. The five-hour break and bonding returned the energy to the team that we've seen lately. That storm front was just Sooner Magic. It worked out. You know, uh, there is no visiting clubhouse at the beautiful new Florida ballpark, which I found a little odd. There's no, like, locker room for the visiting team or anything. What? So they had them hang out in what they call the pitching lab, which is basically some indoor batting cages um, that they use for uh, pitching practice. 
They have batting cages on one side, and they have pitching lab on the other. So the team hung out in there and and took naps and watched the softball team. And then at some point it got so long it got a little silly, I understand. And they started uh, uh, having WWE wrestling matches in there. Uh, I know Diego. Sounds sound safe there, yeah. Diego and Max <laughs> McGuire and Sebastian Orduño, I understand, were, were the main events. And they were having uh, fake wrestling matches uh, to entertain the entire team in the middle of the rain delay. Yeah. I, I found it a little curious that Florida doesn't have a visiting club. I, I wanted to go back to that. Forget the wrestling for a second. How do you build a $60 million ballpark and not have a 65. visiting locker room? I don't know. Even we've got a visiting Is that a new room. trend? It's not very nice, but we have one. <laughs> OSU's got a visiting locker room. It's in center field. It's very nice. No, it's not as nice as the home clubhouse. It's not supposed to be, but it's nice enough. But the Florida ballpark does not have a uh, visiting clubhouse, a uh, locker room. They, I, you just come to the stadium and you wear your uniform, I guess, and you, you know you play ball. I don't know. Odd. That is just weird. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. One more before we hit the top of the hour. Uh, good morning, gentlemen. Super excited to see OU baseball here in the Mid Atlantic play Virginia Tech. FYI, if you want to get to the get in the heads of Virginia Tech fans, call them Va Tech. They hate it. Spraying oh, really? from the OU club in Baltimore. <laughs> I didn't know that was. Uh, I didn't know it either. I just. Thought I thought that, that was, was a preferred. appropriate. Yes, I did too. Huh? That's a good info there. I thought Va Tech was perfectly. I thought it was not only acceptable but encouraged. So is so, that like uh, Okie State maybe? I guess. Huh. I don't know. I didn't know that. I didn't either. We've been to Virginia Tech before. Uh, looking forward to going back. It's a beautiful campus, a beautiful part of the country, and uh, an okay baseball stadium. So looking forward to going back. Top of the hour break. I got about a half hour with you, and then I got to go get on an airplane. We'll be back. <laughs> 